Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. drive we go to the brown improvement celebrity line where we have the voice of the blues on valley sports midwest john kelly jk how are you doing this morning I'm doing great, Kerry. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Hey, hey, John, there was a uh, Baruby was talking to reporters and said there were potential line changes uh, for tonight. Achari going up to the first line, um, Thomas and, and Kairou going down to the third line. What are your thoughts on that? Well, obviously, you know, when you don't win, um, you got to make changes. And, you know, Coach Baruby has had a lot of different line combinations really since this losing streak began in Winnipeg. And, you know, I don't blame him. And, um, a coach only has so many um, things he can do to, to rally a team. You know, you can't, you can't send players down, really. You can't doctor pay, of course, things like that. So it, it's taking away ice time or it's changing lines. And um, right now he's changing lines, and Achari has been a real good worker down on the fourth line. And, you know, he'll try him up on right wing with, with O'Reilly and, and Shen. So we'll see what happens. So I don't blame the coach. Um, you know, the last two losses in particular have been, to me, really upsetting, um, not just because they lost, but the way they lost. So obviously, you know, the GM talked to the team on Tuesday, Doug Armstrong. Um, the coach keep, continues to basically say the same thing, that, you know, they have to play a more direct game and not fancy hockey and, and more intense around their own goal and things like that. So, you know, changing lines is obviously the, the next step, and hopefully it works tonight against the Islanders. Hey, John, do you think that moving um, um, Robert Thomas and, and Kairou down to the third line is a, is a direct message to those two in particular? Well, first of all, I, I don't really think you number lines, carry. Okay. Um, you know, Robert. the facts are Robert Thomas plays more minutes um, or as many minutes as any, any of the top players. So – you know, you can number the, the, you know, the Blues last year when they had, you know, nine 20 goal scores and they had three lines that scored. Um, I talked to Doug Armstrong in training camp. He said, you know, basically we had three number one lines. Um, and, and I think that's, you know, primarily the case this year. It's been a little bit of a different balance with the sod injury. Um, you know, the, the top two lines have, have really featured most of the offensive minded players, but, you know, I don't look at Robert Thomas being a number three center tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, Jake Neighbors, a rookie on the left wing, has played really well. And obviously, Cairo is a, is a guy that, you know, was nearly a point-a-game player, and he struggled this year. So I, I don't look at it as a demotion for Robert Thomas. I just think it's a, it's a different look, and hopefully it works. 
John, we've been talking a lot about the Blues' effort and their compete level dropping off. Why do you think we're seeing that decline? Well, that's a, that's a million-dollar question, Michelle. Um, you know, you're probably better off going to the locker room and asking the players. But my, my you know, initial guess from afar would be that this team had, had a lot of success last year and, you know, had a pretty good playoff. And then they started 3-0, and and maybe they felt like, you know, they didn't have to work hard anymore. They, they could just go on the ice and just play and win. <clears throat> and that's not the case, obviously. So, you know, maybe they got a little full of themselves after beating Edmonton 2 nothing a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't have any other explanation. I mean, they're a healthy team aside from Saad. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and, you know, they, they have the same lineup basically every other night. And, you know, it's, it's different reasons, different nights, but – uh, they're not playing the right way. And I, I think that a, a shift in the second period the other night um, was really sort of the microcosm of, of this slide is when the Kings were leading 2 nothing, the Blues had that 3-0 break, and Cairo doesn't shoot the puck. And he gets poke-checked by the goaltender. And on that same shift, they come down, and Kopitar scores a backdoor goal that – um, you know, that he should have been prevented from scoring. Uh, Pareko didn't have a stick on, on Kopitar's stick and the, the pucks in the net. So that probably sort of sums up the way things have gone the last couple of weeks. <laughs> not direct enough, not shooting enough, and at the same time not, not nearly good enough in your own zone. Hey, John, Ryan O'Reilly had some uh, thoughts about his own performance so far this year. Yeah, even though I was just, looking at, just at myself, though, I've just been absolutely horrible right now. kind of... You know, I'm not really doing anything, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm going to fight for my life right now. I'm going to fight to stay in this league, I guess. But, um, yeah, I got, um, yeah, I got to do a lot more leadership wise, um, my own play. You know, if I could do that, um, just that small thing, I think would make a big difference. Now, I don't think he's fighting to stay in the league, but what are your thoughts on, on his performance and, and what do you think about him putting, you know, that much pressure or onus on himself and his performance so far? Well, Kerry, that's the kind of guy he is. He, he's a leader, as we know. He's the first guy on the ice, the last guy off, and I'm sure this is just killing him. Um, you know, his, his production and, you know, the, the one-loss record of the hockey team. He's the captain of the team. Um, but believe me, it's not all on Ryan O'Reilly. Um, there are other players that are underperforming. And, you know, they started the season with Saad, with O'Reilly and Kairou, and then Saad gets hurt after game three. And, you know, Kyrou's struggling. So when you have two struggling players playing together like O'Reilly and Kyrou, obviously it, it's, it's a tough mix. There's no other way to put it. So that's why I think they've moved Kyrou on to, to Thomas's line, and now you have a different winger for O'Reilly. But it's not because Ryan doesn't care or he doesn't work hard. Things just aren't going his way. I also say that really since he came here a few years ago, he's never been a great starter. Um, he's never come out of the gates and, you know, ripped it up in the first couple of weeks. Uh, but this year in particular, obviously, is, is, um, it's, it's another level. And obviously, he, he's not happy about it. You know, it's plus minus in particular. He prides himself on playing great defensive hockey. And I know plus minus is misleading. Um, but in this case, it, it's certainly something that, that he wants to change right now. John, do you think uh, having David Perron not on the team is something that could be affecting Ryan O'Reilly because they had so much connectivity in the past? Well, there's no question that they had great connectivity and, and um, they were sort of made for each other the way that they like to play the game, the cycle game. And, you know, David was tenacious on pucks and, and, you know, he knew Ryan so well. 
So yeah, it, there's I don't think there's any question that it, that it's hurt Ryan, um, especially in the offensive zone. Um, but you know that's life. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know players get hurt, they get traded, they they move on from free agency, and, and Ryan knows that he's a big boy. So now you have to adjust. So yeah, but I, I think you'd have to be naive to say that it hasn't hurt Ryan's game in, in the first couple of weeks. Hey, John, we had Robert Thomas on yesterday, and he said, um, you know, the, the goalies have been playing pretty well. It's the guys in front of them that need to perform better. Well, what are your thoughts on that, and, and do you expect to see that tonight? Well, hopefully the Islanders come in here after beating Chicago 3-1 to on Tuesday. They went four straight, so they're playing a lot better hockey this year. Of course, they missed the playoffs last season, um, and they have a new coach in Lane Lambert. So, you know, I agree, you know, Minnington, um, I think, for the most part, has played really well. I couldn't fault him on any of the goals the other night. Um, the Montreal game, you know, he allowed, you know, six goals and then the empty net goal. It, it, he wasn't as sharp as previous games. But when you have backdoor tap-ins like the Kings had the other night, it's not on the goaltender. So I, I don't know why the Blues' defensive coverage has been really loose in the last five games. They've allowed 25 goals in five games. So, um, you know, it's not just on the sixth defenseman either, as you know. It's also on the forwards to come back and help out. So, um, as Doug Armstrong said on Tuesday, you know, they're not moving up the ice as a five-man unit, and they're not coming back as a five-man unit. It's it's really simple hockey. It really is. It, it, for, for years, that's the way it's been. And if you don't come back and help out your defense and your goaltenders, the puck's going to end up in your net. But I would say, overall, the goaltending has been pretty good. John, obviously the result matters, and you're hoping that the Blues snap this losing streak with a win versus the Islanders. But putting the results aside, what would you like to see out of this Blues team tonight? Well, I would like to see them play a very intense, hard game and a smart game and um, not give up odd man breaks and not give the team you know, easy goals like the Kings had the other night. Um, and, you know, you can play a really good game and you can still lose. I think a good example, Michelle, a few weeks ago, um, when the Blues lost at home to Edmonton, they were a little flat coming off the road trip. They're down by one after one. O'Reilly scores late in the second period, but they played really, really good hockey the last two periods against Edmonton. And then McDavid makes a great play on the winning goal, and they lose three-one with an empty net goal. But you know, a game like that, a loss like that, it's acceptable because you played well. Um, but the last few games. To me, the losses aren't acceptable, and that's why the GM talks to the team, and that's why the coach and the players are frustrated. So I think the biggest thing is to play hard, play intense, and play the right way. It's To me, it's not that complicated um, from where I sit. Uh, hopefully they can do that tonight. You can catch John Kelly tonight, Blues versus Islanders, 7 p.m. on Bally Sports Midwest. John, thank you so much for joining us, and talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. Peloton, let's go. This holiday... With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.